Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us all the way from Sydney, Australia is Goose McGrath. And Goose, you are the founder and CEO of The Investor Lab on the web at theinvestorlab.com.au. Welcome. Josh, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. It's always a wonderful pleasure to being able to speak to people all around the world and to be able to share insights and ideas with um, with people like yourself. So thanks for having me. I should point out that as of when we're chatting right now, it's 5.30 Goose's time. So Certainly. listen, it, Goose, if you got this much energy at 5.30, uh, it, yours is probably a great podcast you want to hit subscribe on. And the name of the podcast is just The Investor Lab. So whatever podcast app that you're in right now, search for The Investor Lab, hit that subscribe button, and uh, you're about to hear more. Uh, you'll you'll hear more of what you're about to hear. Goose, Absolutely. please tell us what the Investor Lab does. Well, the Investor Lab, we like to say it's the auditory epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. And that's a lot of words are basically saying we help people who want to use real estate as a vehicle to create more freedom and choice in their lives, which is a lot of, a lot of what a lot of people do. And and right now, our big focus is on helping uh, business owners to navigate that pathway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is something I'm really, really passionate about, and I think it's a, I think it's a really unspoken issue uh, out there in the um, in the business world. Yeah. So, um, talk about the personality type of the business owner and how that relates to real estate investing. Yeah, that's a that is a really good question. The personality type of a business owner and how it relates to real estate investing. Well, here's the thing. So I think we need to look at it from a couple of different angles. So like entrepreneurs and business owners, whether they be small, medium business owners, all of that kind of stuff, they're typically uh, creative, ambitious. Um, They're not afraid of, they know how to manage risk. And they actually, my genuine belief as someone who is a business owner, as my brother's a business owner and all my friends are business owners, they're the people that are out there actually trying to make a difference and trying to make some change. Whether that be a difference on a, a micro level to a family or whether it be a, on a difference on a macro level to a community. And what I, what I tend to see is that that ambition gets really driven in a really focused way. And so people typically, business owners typically spend a lot of time, energy, money, effort, learning how to grow their business. I mean, how many podcasts, books, courses are there for business owners to learn how to make more money in business? But the big problem that I see is that no one's actually talking about what to do with it then. There's a big question that doesn't get asked. And then what? And so that's the question that I want to try and answer because for a lot of people, you can actually get, there's obviously a lot of struggles and challenges in growing a business and doing all of that kind of stuff. But then you can get to a point where it's like, okay, well, it's actually making money. And now what do I do? Do I just go and buy a nice car? Mm -hmm. What's happening here? And so one of the big things that I've noticed is that there is no 
uh, future planning happening with a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, and you can end up finding yourself stuck in a trap, just like a, just like a, uh, like someone who's working working in a job. Worse though, because you have no safety net. Mm. And so that's something that I really want to try and change by helping people to to helping business owners to start to think about how can I create an additional income stream? How can I create that environment? Because the the net benefit is not just oh, how could I leave my business? How can I retire early, so to speak? But if mm-hmm. you can get a business owner and if you can re- remove the reliance, the economic reliance of the business to them, if you can detach those two things, that allows these passionate people, these excited people, these people that have got vision and drive to really focus on creating impact without having to think, okay, hang on a second, how am I going to pay for the bills and all of that kind of stuff? So, Mike, and Mike, I'm curious about this is, you know, do you see uh, any apprehension in that uh, in that audience? So, if it, let's say you're chatting with business owners and you're talking about real estate investment and they say, well, Goose, like my number one investment is my business. And I don't think real estate can really outperform what I'm doing in business. Um, what, what do you say to that? I absolutely wholeheartedly agree. But here's the thing. So like in business, you can technically make, it's the, it's the asset class or the investment vehicle that you can make the most amount of money. You know, all you need to do is look at something like someone like, you know, Jeff Bezos or, or anything mm-hmm. like that and say, oh, look, you know, you're going to very, you're going to struggle to find anyone who can do anything like that with real estate. But here's the thing. It's extremely active and it's, it's extremely volatile. That's the downside. So whilst you do get, a, a, yeah. you do have a lot of really potential upside for, for every, for every success that you hear about, there is probably two failures, right? So the volatility, the reward is high, but the risk is also very high and it kind of doesn't matter how established you are in business either. You know, you can have people who've been in business for 20 or 30 years and the market can change. Something can shift and it could be the coronavirus, it could be government policy, it could be it could be all kinds of things that change and that can really, really collapse a business very quickly. So whilst the gains are there, it's a cash flow vehicle and it's very it's a very active strategy. So that's the way I like to think about it. I like to think about asset classes as what they can do as individual things. So business is a, a very active strategy. You need to show up pretty much every day. Otherwise, the business is not going to keep working. Mm-hmm. The way I like to think about business is, and business versus real estate is you know, if you build a real estate portfolio that can pay you money and grow in value at the same time and do all of that kind of stuff. Now, if you were to you know, go into a coma for 12 months. Let's just say you got, let's just say the worst thing happened. You hit by a truck, you went into a coma for 12 months. Would you wake up wealthier? That's the litmus test for me. Now with a business, the likelihood of you disappearing from your business for 12 months and then suddenly appearing back into business and actually having the business (laughs) being better, healthier, making more money is extremely low. But if you can create that outside of business, that's going to give you more structural stability. And I, I think I think that um, you touched on a good point there. A lot of people are like, well, why would I, like, why would I take money? I can get a, I can get a 7X return on my marketing. Why would, mm-hmm. I, why would I spend money on real estate? Mm-hmm. The reality is it's about diversification and freedom because until you, can, until you can crack that code that allows you to have that freedom to leave or come back and do all of that kind of stuff to your business, you're essentially still in a, you know, you've basically built a cage for yourself. Yeah. Uh, and so in terms of vehicles or best strategies for real estate investing, um, what are you a fan of? Absolutely must be cash flow positive, right? So mm-hmm. in the US, in the US, there is a, um, 
there, there's a high, like cash flow real estate is a much more prominent thing than it is here in Australia. Um, largely just because of the, just, just the economic dynamics. That's, that's all, that's all it really is. However, um, one of the big issues that I see people that invest in real estate is they might buy nice places in, in, in nice areas, but it's actually going to cost them more money to hold than it's going to produce. I believe firmly that every asset that you hold must produce more income, mm-hmm. create more revenue, create a net, net positive operating income than it uses. So, but the other part of that is that you can't just chase cash flow because the one of the most powerful forces in the in the world is right is compound compound interest and compound growth. Mm-hmm. So you really need to focus on getting those two elements working together. Now that's only two parts of what I call the holy trinity, which is a three part strategy. So the three parts are cash flow positive, so it must produce a net positive income so that you have a net positive income stream. It must have a strong capital growth or appreciation so that you get the you get the benefit and the wealth creation factor of compounding growth. But then you must have the ability to control or change that asset over time like, or the ability to add value. Now that could be through that could be through, you know, a cosmetic renovation or subdivision or some other kind of way that let's just say everything goes sideways. Let's just say, let's just say there's a change in the government. Let's just say the, the local industry collapses or whatever. If you have a way to control that asset where you can go, okay, I can do a small amount of work or I can do whatever lever I can pull that's going to force more cash flow, more, more appreciation into that property, then that's going to give you that, that control so that you can weather any kind of economic storm. And that's what we're seeing with all of our clients as well, that they're the ones that are not having to worry about what's happening in the world right now. And it's really, it's very empowering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how did you, what, what's kind of your story and like how you got into this? That is a, that is a great question because I am not a real estate guy. I, um, I started my first business when I was 17 years old, left, left school um, and, you know, and, and went, went out into the world and started organizing music and arts festivals. So I actually traveled the whole world I had uh, companies established in three different continents, so Europe, uh, Asia, and Australia. Worked on stuff in in the US, like Burning Man. Worked on Olympics. Worked on all kinds of stuff. And and for about thirteen years, um, traveled the world, living the um, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle, which was <laughs> fantastic until it wasn't. Now I got to got to when I was around about thirty years old. Um, I, the businesses I had built, I hadn't built them very well because I didn't really know much about building businesses. I, and it was all based on sweat and, and energy. I was working hundred hour weeks. I was burnt out. I was essentially broke. Um, when I actually met my now partner, Gabby, I was, I was sleeping on my office floor. I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to go. Life was not, life was not great. And then as happens when you meet the love of your life, we started thinking, all right, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to change all of this kind of stuff? And then, and so we set out on a bit of a mission to, to, we're like, okay, well, you know, life's not that great right now. I'm not in love with the business anymore. I need freedom. I need, uh, and, um, and so we thought, well, let's do what young couples normally do. We'll go and buy a, a property, right? And we had no idea what we were doing. We had literally no idea what we were doing. And we somehow managed to make every single mistake in the book, mm. right? We bought the wrong property in the wrong place at the wrong time, all of that stuff, right? Um, which in and of itself was the best thing in the world because as soon as we made that mistake, we went, right, hang on a second, hang on a second. There's a lot more to this than we initially thought. And that sent us on a bit of a quest to understand how to, how to master the game. What are the mechanics? How does this actually work? How do people actually make money? From that, we developed the skills and um, abilities to start helping other people and we, st- we spawned this business. And it was through that transition 
um, that, that we change industry. We've been serving heaps of, heaps of people and, and getting really great results. Yeah. Are you uh, primarily, so I, I, again, I know you like positive revenue uh, properties. Yeah. Um, do you then prefer to buy and hold, I would assume, rather than yeah. like, yeah, so I'm just going to buy this property and fix and flip it in 90 days. Uh, that's no. So the reason, and the reason that's a, that's an, that's an interesting point. I mean, you can definitely make money by doing fix and flips, but, um, and I'm not sure what the taxation situation is like in the U S particularly, but by the time you add in all of your, um, selling costs and risks, yeah. I think that I think that it can it can be a very high risk strategy. You've got to get a lot of return. Now here in Australia, you have uh, a thing called capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's say you make a hundred thousand dollars of profit on the on the property, you're going to end up paying roughly about thirty thousand dollars of that in in capital yeah. gains tax. Wow. So you've got to make a you've got to make a very significant profit to make that yeah. worthwhile. I prefer the flip and hold. If you want to do a flip. Flip and hold, right? Yeah. So if you bought if you bought a property for let's say three hundred thousand dollars and you added value to it and you added uh, and it was now worth four hundred thousand dollars and then you've created a hundred thousand dollars worth of value, rather than selling it to unlock that, why don't you why don't you have more cash flow in your portfolio so you can feasibly refinance that and still use the capital whilst holding on to the property? Yeah. Uh, so you started doing this. Obviously, you're having success yourself. Um, at what point do you say, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start teaching other people how to do this because there's a lot of real estate teachers out there. Um, so why throw your hat in the ring? Yeah, totally. So I, I think a big distinction is that we're not, um, we don't have a course, right? There are a lot of people out there yeah. saying, here is, uh, here's the, here's a course, just do this thing and off you go. Um, yeah. The point, the transition point for me was actually a really interesting one. So we spent about $100,000 in about 12 months on education, right? Purely just mentors, teachers, blah, blah. We did all of the courses that you could do basically, right? We, we, we went and absorbed it all, me and my partner, Gabby. Um, and, it was at, it was, and it was right around the end of that period that, I, that um, one of my businesses actually failed. I, I was running a music festival and, it, and it just, there was a sequence of events and that collapsed. And I was really at that turning point in my life and I was like, at that point, at the same time, other people were starting to come to me and going, hey, I can see that you you know all this stuff about real estate. Is there any chance I can get some help? And that just sort of naturally spawned. And we sort of went, well, there's a bit of, you know, there's a thought here that we could actually just go and serve other people and do that. Mm. Now, the big distinction for us is that because we don't have a course, it's a service-based business. So we actually go and do the work. Yeah. As opposed, as opposed to, hey, here, sign up. Here, I'm going to teach you these ideas. And hey, hopefully you, hopefully you get it right. We actually work with our clients to go, what is your plan or, or where do you want to get to? Like, where are you now? Where do you actually want to get to? What is your income goal? What is your wealth goal? What is the thing? And then we actually go and do the work. We actually go and do it. We go, all right, let's huh. go and, and help you build that portfolio. We'll find the properties because that way business owners can focus on their business and they can focus on that revenue. They can focus on all of the stuff that they're really good at, the skills that they've developed right. without having to take the energy and effort away from it. Because I think that's one of the biggest one of the biggest issues. If you can go and learn about real estate and then you're going to go and spend 20, 30 hours a week trying to work out how to do it and hopefully don't make a mistake. And we want to remove all that risk. Well, that sounds like a good, so, uh, so they, they come up with the investment, you know, and, and together you work on now, is there a certain type of property that you like? Um, houses, detached houses, um, multifamilies are good. You guys would call them over there. Multifamilies, multifamilies. So duplexes, triplexes. What do you call them? Duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes, 
Yeah, multifamily, the, the term doesn't really get used over here very much. Yeah. So what happens if it's a 10 family? What do you call it? We don't have that many of them. <laughs> we just don't have we just don't have that many of them. You know, so, you just, so we just call this apartment we, building. Yeah, we call it a unit block. Yeah. Oh, unit block. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 interesting because I um I'm obviously passionate about it. I look at all the stuff in the US and I'm looking at all these like 10 packs and I'm like, why can't we get more of those over here? Uh-huh. They're they're a lot um they're a lot rarer, a rarer commodity yeah. commodity over here. So we yeah. look we look for detached houses with land, um, typically. Mm-hmm. Um the reason for that is the the capital growth rates in Australia are very, very good and largely that's dictated a lot by land, right? So you can get a, re- a lot of benefit of that if you can combine the cash yeah. flow element to it. So, Well, excellent. Okay, Goose, Goose uh, tell me about the uh, book. Ah, yeah, great. That is a that is a great question. So um, I actually got a copy right here. So I wrote a book. Um, I thought you'd like that re- question. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a book which we which we launched at the start of the year. It's called Limit- Limitless: The Renegade's Guide to Building Wealth Through Property. Yeah, um, and that kind of uh, kind of details my journey into property and really helping people to understand on a high level. I wrote it. I wrote it from a perspective. I'm obviously Australian, but I wrote it from a perspective that. Um, it was guided by principles and philosophies that could be applied anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the deliberate intention was to not make it so tactical that it would only work in a certain place for a certain market for a certain type of person. Um, and I guess it's in some ways, it's probably a, a, a little similar in um, the, the breadth and scope to something like uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but it's much more specifically geared specifically around property. Now, about thirty percent of it is about mindset and um, and you know discovering your own internal spirituality and stuff like that. Wow. Um, around thirty percent of it is is understanding all right, how does property work as as an asset class? What's the what's the go here? And then around thirty percent of it is is okay. Here are the actual. Here's actually how you go and do it. So it's a really good, it's a really good guide for anyone who wants to get into the game or start to understand it a little bit more and to understand what's possible. Because, you know, I've had a lot of business owner friends who have actually read this book and they said to me at the end of it, they said, I literally did not even know that you could do that with real estate. So it's a it's a great eye opener and, and it's getting a lot of great reviews. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So the website, your website is the investorlab.com.au. Uh, yep. And then from there, uh, up in the top, there's a link that says book and you can click on anything uh, else that folks should look for. Obviously, we talked about the podcast, the Investor Lab. Definitely subscribe and listen to that. Anything else? Um, I would, no, I would say, look, that, that if you head to the investorlab.com.au, that is a great source. You can get from, from there, you can find the book. From there, you can find our buyer's agency service and we can actually go and help you build a property portfolio. You know, from there, you can reach out and contact us. There's loads of great resources on there as well. Like we've give, we, we have deliberately set up the Investor Lab to be a hub that if you actually go and listen to all of the episodes and download all the free resources on our website, you, could, you can go and become a successful real estate investor. And that's that's... There's no, there's no catch. There's no, you can go and do it all of yourself. But of course, if you want help, you can reach out to us there as well. Excellent. All right. Goose McGrath. Again, the website is the investorlab.com.au. Uh, and that's the name of the podcast, the investor lab. And uh, of course on the website, you can find the book and stuff too. Goose McGrath. Thank you so much for joining us. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.